especially with regards to in-ground plumbing. People aren't even aware of how much of an impact it can be on your home. So. G'day and welcome to the Making It With Miles podcast. I'm Miles Clark. And on this episode, we're looking at five critical home maintenance items that you need to know, but you may not be aware of, okay? Now, uh, on this podcast, we have numerous types of uh, formats for this, just two types in particular. We've got The Shed, which is uh, similar to this episode where we talk about uh, building-related items, home maintenance-related items, real estate, things like that. Then it's also The Journey, which is more of a personal thing in regards to um, uh, improving oneself, being better, life lessons, all those great things. So let's get into it. So the five critical home maintenance items you need to know but may not be aware of. Now, these items in particular are something that you people aren't familiar with them all the time and it's critical that you are aware of them because without maintaining these specific items, this is what can lead to major issues in your house, getting sick, costing you heaps of money, all the things that you really want to mitigate as much as possible, okay? So the first one we have is your in-ground plumbing. The reason why uh, this is such a big deal and it's very important to action accordingly is because the damages that can it can cause to your home and then the costs associated with it. Now, some of these damages of in-ground plumbing and the damages might look like are uh, tree roots get into your plumbing in your stormwater or into your sewer. You might have some movement issues, poor installation. Uh, just you might have put star pickets through it or just damaged the plumbing in ground because you're never going to see it. Uh, these are the common things that do happen. Now, the reason why it's so important is because damaged plumbing is what leads to major movement in properties. Now, around your property, if you have a damaged stormwater pipe or got tree roots and it's blocked, it can flood that local area, which can be reactive to the footings, which can lead to that major movement. As well as that, it can also lead to flooding under the house, which can lead to mold growth, all these types of things, which are all uh, a big no-no and something you just want to avoid 100%. Um, now, the people you would action to do this and how you would go about it is technology now is fantastic. So most plumbers now especially in-ground plumbers, uh, do have cameras on board where they can put down your stormwater systems and your sewer systems to make sure there's no damage, there's no blockages, and everything's working as it should. Now, I would highly recommend you get this actioned at least every five years. Now, the reason I say that is because if there is a cracked pipe, for example, you're not going to see and it's not going to cause a lot of issues with the home over a five-year period after five years, it's going to exponentially cause you dramas and issues if there was some excessive damage um, nearby. So that's number one in ground plumbing. Number two, we've got painting. Painting, not internally. We don't give a shit about that. We care about external elements. Your weatherboards, your fascias, your barge boards, your timber windows, your pergolas, your deckings, blah, 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 blah. All the stuff that is external uh, timber work that is protected by paint okay so it's not put on there to make it look pretty it's put on there to protect it from the elements ideally right um, now the issue uh, well the reasons why this is so important is um, it, it's to protect your home all right so if you have timber work that's wrapped around your house it might be it might not be structural okay so it might be just weatherboards or fascias it's protecting the house from the water getting in okay 
Um, so you want to make sure that you know, if there's no paint, it's going to lead to rot, decay. Uh, it's just going to fall apart. All right? It's going to allow water getting into your house, which is going to allow water damage, which again is a costly process, which is a pain in the ass to fix. Um, so how would you go about this is you would more or less just walk around your house momentarily year by year and just make just keep on top of bits and pieces that you can see are sort of rotting, paint flaking away, items like that. Now, if you've let it go too far, it probably won't become a painting issue and you'll need to get more of a carpenter on board to like replace fascia boards, replace some of these building elements to sort of give it structure again so you can paint it and cover it all up. So the more on top you are with it, the better off you're going to be um, and it's going to really help improve the life of the home and mitigate so many issues, uh, especially with water, especially with timber rot and all those types of things which you want to avoid are 100%. Third, we've got roofing, including guttering. Now, what's on top of the structure? What captures the water? And I'm going to put in there the downpipes as well. The house has to be protected from water. Water is a bastard. That is what is going to be the issues that give you the most drama in the property. Okay? So, roof sheets. You might have uh might have colorblind roofing for example or metal roof sheds or galvanized roof sheds or whatever the roof structure is it might be slate it might be roof tiles could be terracotta tiles concrete tiles all the types of tiles there's so many types of different roof claddings it's the cladding itself that you really want to make sure you're aware of and, and it's maintained accordingly and um it's 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 looked after by the professionals look after it now things like metal roofings for example don't get maintained as much as like tiled roofs where you have to repoint and all that sort of things and these are like you're looking at like every five year intervals you would get someone out to just touch it up or maybe 10 years you might do a restoration uh which would be like you know remove tiles re repoint all those types of things and reseal um now it's important that this is undertaken um uh momentarily Obviously, it's going to be subjective to the type of roof cladding you've got. The next item that I'll be looking at uh, is the guttering. Now, this can be done by yourself. The guttering is much more dependent on where you live. If you live in the middle of the bush or middle of the rainforest, you're going to realise that you're going to couple much more, much more debris in your gutters and going to be doing it much more often. So it's dependent on where you're living on how often you would do it. But the reason why this is so critical is, once again, blocking up the drains, causing water issues, blocking up the gutters, overflows. It can overflow water next to the house, which again can lead to movement issues. It can, it can overflow into the house, which can lead to water issues, which again is no good. And in those heavy downfall periods, you really want to make sure you're on top of your maintenance items, such as your guttering and your downpipes. It's all clear. So those one in 100 year rains that we get every 12 months now, you know that you're safe and it's all going to go away and flood away and flow away as it should, all right? Um, another important thing to consider with this is when you're doing the maintenance on these types of things, don't be relying on silicon as your solution all the time, okay? There are certain situations where silicon is probably the best bet, but it's not always that something should be relied on. You're not re-silicon every 10 years to make sure that's the uh, way it's going to be. But again, there are some situations that can, it, you just can't do anything else, okay? Flashing might not work and it's just something you need to do. So just be mindful of that. 
It's not always a quick fix to just silicon a broken tile. Sometimes it's just best to replace the broken tile. Easy done. Uh, now, number four is something uh, not many people take into consideration often, which is your heating and cooling system. So just your, yeah, you know, your mechanical ventilation system. So anything that's bringing outside air into the home and spreading it through the home, okay? So your ducted heating systems, your reverse cycle cooling, your refrigerated heating and cooling systems, all these types of items. Now, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, the main reason why is it just can lead to sort of allergens or if you do have specific defects, it can pick up you can you can pick up some horrible allergens along the way. And what I mean by that, and it's very common actually, is that in a lot of roofs you'll find the ducting system, there might be a section that's sort of come apart in the coupling. So the air is getting blown through and you think it's working fine because the air is still coming out of the register in the ceiling or on the floor. But the problem is it's sort of sucking up dust and just just debris on the way through. Okay, so it's dirty as your house. Uh, and it's not going through any sort of filtration system and it's just getting sucked straight to the room. So two things you really want to consider doing is booking it in for annual uh, maintenance. Now, the reason why I say manual maintenance is because this is something you want to be on top of all the time. You want to make sure the equipment is working at optimal, optimal systems, all systems go, you could say. You want the filter, filters to be replaced regularly. Um, you want to check that all the ducting is taped together as it should and there's no gaps and damages and stuff like that. So you want it all nice, sealed unit. You want the air getting sucked in through the filtration system, treated, cooled, heated, whatever it's going to do, then dispersed into the rooms without any leakage. Job done. That's all you want. Very simple. Uh, the last item, number five, is a key item that really pisses me off often is wet areas. What I mean by wet areas is you wouldn't believe it, areas that get wet. Now, we're talking bathrooms, we're talking even laundries, powder rooms, um, no, not so much kitchens, wherever you're going to have a lot of excess water, okay? Now, we're only going to talk about the bathrooms here because these are the most critical areas and these are the ones that cause the most issues, the reasons why this is so critical is because it leads to slow leaks with poor maintenance, which can lead to major defects, uh, major issues, mold, health issues, structural issues. All the issues that you can think under the planet can become will come from damaged bathrooms. Now, this is something that needs to be done regularly. It's not. Uh, it's an annual thing that you just look at. You focus on right the grouting in the shower recess. It has some cracks in it. It's coming away, I can see the little uh, spaces they've used for the tiling. I can see the tiling glue. These are the things you need to be looking out for and need to be getting rectified, okay? Because what happens if you let it go for longer and longer and longer, it washes more grout out, it lifts tiles, gets water under that, goes through the water membrane. If there is no membrane, it's pretty hard that most membranes do the right job. So the issue you're going to face is you're going to have mold getting built up in walls, which takes a long period of time before you can actually see the signs when it's too late, okay? Before it sort of leaches into the wall, it's already gone up the whole inside of the wall cavity and it's caused these issues, uh, these health issues, especially people with um, that are very susceptible to sort of uh, respiratory issues, respiratory allergens, for example, they're going to cop it bad, okay? Now... Uh, as well as that is other things like 
even replacing silicons and that in these shower recesses, you want to make sure that the water stays in the shower recess and goes down the drain. Now, if you have a bit more of an open area, a bit more of a, like you might have a floor waste in that room and there's the capacity for water to get out of that shower, you might step out of the shower, there's no shower door, yeah, shit like that. Now, the things you want to be careful of then is um, is where the water's going. So if it is sitting in a corner of the room and it's sort of getting sucked up into the skirting, it's going to cause damage there. All these things you want to consider. So it's just a simple process of looking at how it used to be when it was worked perfectly brand new and how it is now and just you will see the decay okay you will see the cracks in the tiles you can just push it on the wall you can see any sorts of movement bits and pieces you just want to make sure that's all kept up to date because that is a killer in most homes so these five items are what i look at as the most critical home maintenance items that you need to know um, but most of us may not be aware of okay some are pretty plain and simple and do make sense. Some, especially with regards to in-ground plumbing, people aren't even aware of how much of an impact it can be on your home. So it's important that you understand these five steps. So we're going to recap. We've got the in-ground plumbing, I think, is the number one critical item. Uh, two, we've got the painting of external components, okay? Three, roofing, including the guttering, all right? Four, the heating and cooling systems, anything sucking air from the outside or the inside and it's getting spread out throughout the home. And number five are the wet areas, okay? So these are the five critical home maintenance items that you need to know but you may not be aware of. So make sure you're going through your home, checking these one by one um, and I hope you're looking after your house as well, okay? Because it's uh, you look after it, it will look after you. Um, I hope this helps. This is another episode of The Shed and making it with Miles and um, have a good one. See ya.